Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Morning.
How are you? Sizing yourself? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> mm, I, didn't put, I didn't put the phone right up under me this time, so couldn't nobody hear me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How was your weekend? Um, it, was, it was busy, but not getting done the stuff that I wanted to get done. Oh. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> it's just that I just got a lot of stuff going on. I got to I gotta get better with time management. Oh. That kind of thing. Uh, I don't know what to tell you about one. I was going to call that myself. <laughs> like, where did the day go? Oh, I my goodness. <laughs> it's like you, you know, you start, you start. Well, sometimes, you know, you, you, you're oversleeping, so that doesn't help any. And then uh-huh. um, you get up and you start working on one thing, and then it takes longer than you had anticipated it taking. And then it just, you know, it'll just go downhill from there. <laughs> yes. Then there's several times. Does that a dozen times. How was your weekend? It was it was nice. It was nice. I came we came over there Saturday for um For church. Oh, really? Yeah, we came over that Saturday for church. And I'm like, where's Pam? I said, she might be, she might even be here. So, oh, you know what? I, I have, I haven't, I have not been to his church. I didn't even know that he was having it. He didn't ask me to, to unlock the apartment. And so, um, actually, I was, I was upstairs. Mm. You should have come on down. <laughs> we got there. We got there. And my sister, my sister, well, we got, we came because uh, my sister wanted to talk to Sam. And Sam was like, well, come on, come over on. Meet me at that, this address on Saturday. <laughs> I knew it was, she knew it was church or whatever. And so um, <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. And so when she got, when we got there, she was like, she saw this man. Because, <laughs> you know, Sam was looking scruffy. And so she was like, who was this man? And why like, he got his back to the door. <laughs> oh, so Sam was there too? Sam was there too. Yeah. So I mean it was it was it was you know, and it was just like it was just like church. It was just like church. I was like I mean, just not just like church, it was church. 
they did, we did church or whatever, and then uh, we prayed for something. That was the main reason why we were there. And I'm like, damn, should have, I said, she must be gone. I said, she know this church on Saturday. <laughs> Mm-mm. I, um, I actually, I haven't gone, and I don't know. if uh, You know what? I'm not trying to start anything. I'm not going to finish. Oh, God. I'm not. Um, Saturday is like my only day to sleep in, even though this Saturday my intent was to get up and, and um, go work in the unit next door so that I could, um, you know, finish cleaning it so that um, it would be ready to be, you know, to be uh, shown and everything. And I overslept, and I um, – And so I was I was puttering around on um in my unit, and then I finally went um went next door, and then I was working in there, and because um, I woke up with a with a slight headache, and I didn't um I didn't eat any food. I just had some sunflower kernels and a banana because I was like I want to go. Clean this, clean this apartment before, you know, if I sit down and eat, then I'm going to get sluggish and I ain't going to feel like doing it, you know. And so I was really trying to to, uh, to get it done, and that turned out to be a mistake, and then the headache got worse. And then when I came back to this side, I was, like, in pain, and then I was concerned that it would turn into a migraine. Um, and I ended up laying down. And I didn't get up until like ten o'clock, and so I went ended up going like all day without eating any food. Ten o'clock at night. Yep. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. That was a long nap. <laughs> you lay down. I didn't lay down until six. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, because I was gonna say, "Oh, it's a long nap. Good goodness." <laughs> so what did you like? My whole day is gone. But yeah, I, well, it still ended up being like you know, like the whole day gone because I didn't. Um, I didn't even get over there until like twelve thirty one o'clock. Oh, okay. And um. And I was working on cleaning the floors and their their the hardwood floors, and I want to make sure that you know they turn out nice um, because when you come in, you know they're like the first thing that you see, and people always comment on the floors like, "Oh, the floors look so nice," and um, you can't use a mop because when it because um, it'll dry and it'll dry with streaks. Right. So I end up like on my on my hands and knees or either bending over and both of which take a toll. So Okay. No so that like white me and like I said I didn't I didn't eat um any I didn't eat anything, any food. And so and then plus I had you know, I, I was starting out with a headache and then that just that just got worse. So how many rooms are in that one? Huh? How many rooms are in that unit? It's um, 
Well, I had already done the floor in the living room and the um and the sun parlor, so that was done. And then the um and I had redone the kitchen floor yet again because they always coming in here messing up stuff. Um, so I had to do the dining room. I had to do both the bedrooms and and the hallway. But I mean, you know, these rooms are nice size. Okay. So uh um, third floor, ain't it? <laughs> I can't deal with the third floor. <laughs> but you know what? Well, I like the third floor first of all because I hate having someone over my head. Yeah. Um, and then the other great thing about the third floor, like with the heat, because like you know, like now the tenants have to pay their own heat. But with with that being on the third floor is the best place to be because right. it's you know, because like right now there's no heat on over there. It's seventy something degrees in that apartment. Without heat, and even even when it was like this winter, like like those really cold days, it was still warm. I could work over there without having like a sweater on or anything. It was it was wonderful. I was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever you know has that unit in the winter time, their their gas bill will be awesome. Yeah. But I, I know we're talking about um, we're talking about moving, and I told I told um, Cynthia I was like I I can't I can't stand I might I was going you know about us because you know moving to that building and so I keep asking about like how many bedrooms it is and things like that. Then I'm like, do I want to move back to the city? I'm like, Lord, where do you want me to go? That's the big question. That's the, that's the that's the thousand dollar question. Like, do I want to move back into the city? You know. So I don't know. Personally, I, I, I don't. I'm telling you, once once you lived in the burbs, it's like coming back to the city is like culture shock. <laughs> I know. I know, girl. Because <laughs> we drove out there. Because, you know, I don't, I don't come into the city as much as I used to. Now I don't have a car. And so I told my sister yesterday, I said, it don't make no sense. I come into the city once a month. Once a month now. You know, whereas I was coming every Sunday, you know, the last couple of months I've been going. So, um. Coming out that way, it was just like, all right, these people driving crazy, they looking crazy, and it was so funny because I'm, you're right, it's a culture shock. It's just like, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, but when we got over there, I'm like, this isn't too bad because it's quiet on your block. And I'm like, I can do quiet, and it's not a lot of activity. Like, even when I came over there, when it was warmer outside, I mean, there was people out, but it wasn't people out, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. 
I think that's the only way I would come into the city is if I was able to get a room in that apartment building. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know. Because it's like right on, because you know, like you said, it has, it has access to mm-hmm. public transportation. It's a quiet area. It's right next to the hospital, right next to a nursing home. And, you know, just, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, okay, well, whatever you say, do, I'll do. But, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I see so many things. I'm just like, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> which one is it? So, Did you hear about that job? No. Okay. No, I did not. And I'm going to call them today because I think this is week two. I lose track of days. Right. I lose track of days. I'm like, is this in a week or is this week two? I think this is week two. So I'm like, I'll call them and I'll find out if, I mean, hey, she said that they were going to call if you got hired or not. But I haven't heard anything. Yeah, because I think it's tacky when companies don't do that either, I mean, especially once you come in for an interview. I mean, it's, you know, if you, um, you know, if you just submitted a resume and they don't respond, you know, that's one thing. I mean, you know, you figure companies get a lot of resumes. Of course, they're not going to respond to everyone. But if you actually get called in to an interview, then to me, you know, it's just professional that you would – Contact the person somehow to let them know, you know, if they're if they're not accepted. Even if you just put something in the mail, you know, right. um, you know, do do something to let them know um, if they don't get the job. But to just ignore them to me, that's like really tacky. Yeah, nope. That was nope. It's been three weeks. Well, yeah, three weeks. But I'll call them and find out if they if they hired or not. You know, at least I can scratch that off my list. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Now, when are you all talking about moving this summer? Yes. Okay. Yes, because the taxes are killing, are killing, you know, taxes are killing. I'm like, not killing, Lord. Let me stop saying that. Watch what you say, our travel operation. They are very, you know what? The more They're, I, they're very high. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, like, the more, I, the more I study, the more I'm like, there's just so many things that you can't say. <laughs> okay. You got, you know, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I see what, you know, I see, you know, I now I understand, you know, when you look at, um, I've, I've been looking at, um, since I don't have cable, I get this um, NHK channel, and they do a lot of things. They show a lot of different um, informational programs about Asia, and 
their customs, excuse me, their customs and their ways and things of that nature. And um, they had this one show, and they were saying how different the, the different countries are. They had, like, the United States. They had um, China, Sweden, and that's Sweden, Europe. They had somebody representing an island in Africa and stuff like that. But long story short, they were like, there's things that we do over here in America that they don't do. And one of the things is, like, they watch what they say. Mm. You know? And they, and, and it's like, oh, you know, it's like, cause it's not so much as they don't want to offend, but they understand the power of words. And I'm just like, ooh. We need to learn that. <laughs> yes, we do. We need to learn that, you know. And so it was like, we, you know, they said that. But they, what they do is, you know, they they learn from young to consider their words before they speak. So that's why you don't see them having like long conversations and things of that nature, unless it's like on a family or friend level, then, you know, they'll have longer conversations. But other than that, they're just like, you know, they just, good morning. (laughs) There is no idle conversation, you know. I was like, oh, I said, that kind of makes sense. (laughs) So now the more the more you get into the word of God it's just like, oh that even makes more sense. <laughs> Watch what you say. Every idle word. Every idle word, man. Me and my daughter, we had that conversation the other night. We got into an argument. Over miscommunication, you know. And so I told her, I said, it's a proven fact that the first word out of your mouth is what people hear. I said, you can't go back and fix it because those are the first words that their ears and their brain register. Everything after that is a reaction. They're not really, they're listening, but they're not listening. And so she was like, well, you need to pay attention. I'm like, I've been trying, but the first words out your mouth is what are you focusing on? And I'm like, girl. (laughs) 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 No, I don't know. I don't know. But anyhow, um, how was church yesterday? Actually, church was... um... Church was nice. It was um, it was pretty good, and the um, what did he come out of? Um, let me see. Oh, he um, 
started in Ecclesiastics 3, mm-hmm. 1 through 8, um, A Time for Everything. And mm-hmm. um, and then he went through to, um, to 2 Samuel 11 um, and talking about timing being in position where God wants you to be mm. when he wants you to be there. So it was uh it was pretty good. That does uh, that was a good one. I gotta go back and listen to it. Gotta yep. go back and listen to it. Oh excuse me. <clears throat> you gotta go back to listen. I sat there and um, slept over it a little bit. And then when I woke up, I was like, oh, this combobulated for like an hour. Like, okay, where do I start? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, okay. Yeah, that's something. That was a good. I kind of. I'm glad he's recording them now, so I can go. You know, so we can go back and listen. Right. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. I was like, uh, that's a new thing now. Like I'm looking. Uh, I was looking on my timeline. And a lot of ministers are starting to do that. They're either recording on Facebook or they're going, um, you know, like like Sam was doing the teleconference, you know, where you can listen to it over the phone or stream it live or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's a good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. I really appreciate that. Yeah, if you want to hear the word, there's plenty of uh, plenty of ways to do so. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Man. Okay. Are we the only ones on the call? Check. So, you know what? I usually look when you see them. Yep, just us. Okay. I was like, I have an old list of all of the people that um that um Sam used to text. I'm like, should I start texting them and I, you know, let them know that there's a Bible study? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like who is she? Why is she texting me? Actually, I'm, I'm surprised that that um that Renee isn't isn't on the call. Who? Renee. Girl. 
I'm not gonna put my mouth on that. <laughs> oh, hey, when you ask that question, does anybody have any questions? <laughs> and I think I offended, um, which I never meant to. Has Sherry been back on the call? But you know what? That's not a difficult thing to do. I mean, you know, okay. she, she she gets offended very easily. Okay. Um, and so um, the only people who who don't offend her are Nate and Sam. Okay. They're the, they're the only ones that can, can appear to disagree with her, and she'll listen to, to what they say. But anyone else, um, she gets, you know, she just gets very upset when you – her and I got into it over Sam's age. Oh. It is like, okay, you know, I know Sam. You know, I've known him for a lot of because she thinks because they graduated from high school in the same year that they're the same age. I'm like, no, he made a double. Him and I are, are the same age. He's a year younger than you. I mean, and she's like going back and forth with me on this. And I'm like, okay, you do know I know him, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh my. wow. We went like about five or ten minutes, you know, going back and forth about his age. I'm just like, seriously? Like, oh, my goodness. And and actually I was waiting for, um, you know, for Louis to get on the because that's what he does sometimes when, when she gets like really upset and she'll start crying and so on and so forth. And then he'll, he'll call back in and he'll start like going off on people. Um, so, yeah, it's not, it's not difficult to, to offend her. Um, and I know the last time when when you all were um, having your difference of opinion, um, that had been a topic that we had talked about before. And, and you know, you and her, like, went through the same thing all over again. I'm like, okay, did she not remember from the last time? Because um, I was in the shower when it happened, and I could, you know, I could just hear the voices, and they didn't, you know, didn't sound it didn't sound positive, and so um, I had called Sam later. I'm like, okay, so what did Felicia say that, that Sherry got upset about? And then when he told me, I was like, oh, we did this before. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So and I think, you know, you you said one thing, and, and but I think she hears something else. She didn't, um, you know, there's something I saw on Facebook, and, and ever since then has really, like, stuck with me, that people listen to respond. They don't listen to understand. Yeah. And so you hear the first, you know, the first couple of words or whatever, and you assume you know the rest, and then you're just ready to go on the attack. And so you never, you know, you never really hear the whole thing because the first few words, like, set you off down one path and you and you just kept going. And so and and then that's what you, that's what you respond to. You you don't hear the rest of it um to get an understanding that that's not what the person, you know, meant. You know, that's just what that's was just your interpretation of it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's, and that's bad because it's like that's that's Remember, like I said, me and my daughter were doing, we have that issue every once in a while, too. 
And it's just like, I'm not, you know, so we're just like, I said, you know what? So these are some words that we need to say to each other so that the other one will actually be paying attention better, you know? And so mm-hmm. she was like, okay, we'll try that. We'll try that too. And, uh, I was like, all right, you know? And so it's just, it, it was so funny because I look at it, and that's what this generation, it's not even a bloodline thing, it's a generation thing. Because I had, um, excuse me, I had commented on, you know, on um, something about timeline. It was about something Trump did or said. Um, and I always say, I always start off my comments, I'm not a big political person, but I I do pay attention to what people say and do, you know. And, um, and, I, and I said, uh, it, was, it was basically the instigator. I don't even call them newscasters anymore. I'll call them instigators. I said, well, the instigator said the colonizer. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, um, what the instigator said was he gave his opinion and then he showed then he showed the clip. Whereas before on the news, they would show the clip and then they make the commentary. So you you are you your your view your your view of what you were seeing wasn't already formed by what they said. And okay. so I was like, Oh, okay, well so he's so um so the first the first thing he said was, Here goes Trump again um um showing that he doesn't like black people and, and also that he doesn't respect black women especially and blah blah blah. And so especially Oprah. And I'm like, okay. So I'm waiting to hear him say something really off the wall. And so all he said was if Oprah ran in twenty twenty, that would be a good race, but I would still win. That's all he said. It wasn't nothing about her being black. It wasn't you know, and then I'm looking at the I'm looking and I'm like and he was calling him stupid because he was like, Well she's already said but I'm like everybody else keeps making reference to her running in twenty twenty. I'm like, so he's just like, and you don't know what was said in this, I don't know if it was an interview or, you know, or what, but he was, he was basically just, you know, no, it wasn't, it wasn't an interview. He was talking to the crowd. So he was just kind of like, he was like, man, you know, and 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 my response was, if it wasn't Trump that made that same comment, would there even have been an issue? Nobody responded to the question. 
but they jumped on me because I was, it's not, it, they thought I was defending Trump. And I'm like, I'm not defending him. I'm not pro or anti. I said, but my thing is, if it was somebody else, would your response be the same? And so then they were like, he, then the man said something about, look at him again. He doesn't care about our black women, um, total disregard for, you know, and total disrespect and da 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 And then he showed the clip. All Trump said was that they said, which was the, which was the, um, which was the media, he said, the media said that women would not vote for me. And he said, a, a lot of the voters who voted for me were women. That's all his, he, he, didn't, he didn't mention the race or anything. And so he was like, see, he said, he, he, he totally disregarded black women. No black women voted for him, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but he didn't mention race. He said they said women would not vote for him. And so I'm like, see, this is what I mean about being an instigator. And so then he said something else. There were four different things that he 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 that the instigator was pointing out in his speech. And I'm just like, so my comment was if you would look at what he's saying without the instigation, he's not saying what you're thinking he's saying. He says racial things, but he doesn't say racist things. I say he's not a smooth talker. He's he's really not. He has no game about him at all. That's why I don't see how he only got women because he got money, because if he was a regular Joe, He'd be that one with the slick hair back and the gold chains talking about, <laughs> I bet your feet hurt because you've been walking in my dreams all night. He's that one. He's cheesy. He's, he's very common in the way he speaks. And he's so, a bully. Huh? I mean, he, he, he is a bully. He is, he is a dress-up street thug. That, that, that is what he is. And, and you are correct. If if he didn't have money, he wouldn't get you know, especially the the beautiful women you know that um, that will sleep with him. Um, there's no way. But you can tell that he's insecure. Um, I mean, his narcissism like screams insecurity. I mean, but the thing is, I don't see him as being. I the thing is his because he's not. Because he's not the educated that everybody is. Because if you really think about it, after a while, you have to put up a shield. Because when he got folded, and again, I'm not. I'm again, I'm not pro or anti-Trump. It's just like, but I'm looking at it from. From a different perspective, if you're one of those people who is like, I'm trying to do my best to keep my word and do everything that I said I was going to do, but for two years straight, 
for two years straight, and even through this campaign, people have been trying to make him look stupid. He's a great businessman. Nobody has no, nobody has nothing against him as a businessman. Yes, they do. They, they, only because he got voted as president. And it's like when he was just a businessman, nobody put their mouth on him in, in, in this much of a negative way. But for like the over, ever since he started running for president, nothing he does is good enough. Even though he's making strides to all the stuff that he said he was going to do in his campaign, nobody focuses on that. And it's like now he has to put up this front, like it's not hurting his feelings that. Everybody is against, you know, there's nothing, nothing that, he, none of the positive stuff that he's doing is being put out there. Everything about him, everything that they can find negative is what they're putting in the media, but none of the stuff that he is doing. And so it's just like, I would feel the same way, like, you know what? I'm just going to act cocky because I can't let them, I'm not going to let them see me cry. That's what I'm not going to let them do. I'm not going to let, so you don't know, we don't know how he is behind closed doors. Because, I mean, after a while, if all you see is somebody um, saying what you know your character is not, who's not even trying to try to get the other perspectives of people who actually are working for him now. It's like, but, but what about the people who are still working for me? These are people who who are bitter because they got they got fired or they left on grounds that they did something that they weren't supposed to do. So, of course, they got nothing nice to say about me. But what about all of these other folks that's working for me? You know, that still, still have jobs. You don't, you know, so it's just like when you look, when you, when you, when people stop looking at it from the instigator's viewpoint, you see it in a different way. I mean, yeah, some of the stuff that he says, it's like, okay, now looking at it in the context that he said it, like they jumped on him about that um, Indian rep, that Pocahontas. She laughed. She had no problem with it. The person that he directed, that, that he was saying that about, she even came and she, she did an interview. She said, I thought it was funny. But everybody made a big deal about it. So if the person that he said it to was not offended, who are you to say that you are? And so I was telling my daughter the other day, I said, I said, and then a lot of stuff that he's dealing with isn't even what he did. It's just him trying to fix it. But it's like somebody, it's like it's like being on the elevator and somebody passed gas, 
and gets off. And then the smell lingers. You're the only one on the elevator. And people get on thinking it was you. And that's what it is. And she's like, it wasn't me. I'm just trying to fix it. It wasn't it. Okay. You know. So it's, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. But what tripped me out was the, the responses to my comments. You know, and I'm just like, wow. I, I remember when I was younger, a person can have a difference of opinion and not be called stupid. I said, I see how this, I, I said, now, but it's a mob action. If you don't agree with the mob, then you're, you're automatically labeled an idiot. And I'm like, that's, I, I said, that's okay. I said, I see, and, I, and then I said, I said, they said, I said, even in the word of God, it says, when you don't go with the, when you don't go with the world viewpoint, you will be hated. And I said, you have proven that point as well. And I was done. I stopped making comments. I only made like two. But I was like, and so then like the next day, this lady responds again. After I said I was done, she, <laughs> I was done. So it was like there was no need for you to reply to my comment whatsoever. So she still commented, but this is the creepy thing. Why did you have to go to my Facebook profile before you responded? Mm-hmm. I said, see, this is what, and, I, you know, and I told her, I said, this is, so I responded to hers, too. And so I was like, I said, I said, again, I said, I said, this is what I mean. We should be able to agree to disagree without all of this calling me an idiot. I said, but the good thing, I said, I could go back at you, but I'm not. I said, because I'm not of this world, and I know who I am. And I said, I said, I see who you are. Have a good day. And I got off. And I'm just like, this is where the world is going. And we have to be real careful because it's like, why can't why can't we have a difference of opinion? Why do we why can't we be where you know you can comment on this but you can't comment on that, and you can remark to this but you can't remark to that, and it's just like, who are you to say what I can and cannot say? But then the mob action takes over, and that's where it gets kind of scary because I'm like, why does she have to go to my profile page before she responded? What did that have to do with anything? Well, because people try to use something on there, you know, like as ammunition, let's see what this person is like. Um, I don't even look to see who who checks out my my profile page. I don't even know how to do it. Um, It's not that serious. When it comes to the political (laughs) stuff um, and even some of the religious stuff, 
there's only certain people whose pages I'll I'll post on um because in the past I've seen, you know, that the conversations are are more intelligent because respectfully I disagree with your assessment of Trump wholeheartedly. Um but again, like you say, you know, you're entitled to to view it the way that you want to and you know, neither one of us know him personally, so it really is just that our opinion. Um and so um you know, I'm not, I don't get into long drawn out arguments with people um you know, depending on how the conversation is going or the debate so to speak, um if it's just a matter of us, you know, defending our points or, or stating our points, I can do that. But if it's someone who's going to be, like, abusive in their comments, um, someone that's, like, trying to, to change my mind, which is really a wasted effort, um, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't get in, I don't get into those because that's just going to get me all riled up and for what. And sometimes you can tell that's what the person – because some people like to argue. You know, yeah. some people like to play devil's advocate. Um, in in my in the uh, my uh, high school class, we have we have our own group page, and we we talk about some interesting things sometimes. And there's some people, um, you know, I I have some very militant classmates, um, and you know, and then I have some of those who who always want to play devil's advocate, and you know stir up some stuff, and and so sometimes I'll get into it, and sometimes it's like, you know what, I ain't in the mood for that today. And I'll just, you know, I might read the comments, and, you know, and then I just keep scrolling and, and, and keep it moving. It just depends on, you know, like on the mood that I'm in. But, yes, I mean, some people just really, um, you know, they use social media to as another way of bullying, you know. Yeah. And to call people names, um, you know, I, sometimes, sometimes I don't understand it because sometimes people really, you know, will be out there. You like, okay, really? Could you be quite that stupid? Um, but, but even still, hey, if that's their opinion, that's their opinion. I, I disagree with it. Um, I might think they kind of Looney Tunes, but um, you know, and and some of the names that people, you know, I mean, like really hateful, hurtful names, and it's like, okay, but would you say that to their face? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because what if you happen to run into them? If that's really your picture on your profile, okay, what if you ran into that person in the street and they confronted you? Would you still be selling wolf cookies like that? Somehow I don't think so. It's, but that's, that, that's just the thing, though. It's like we should, you know, and that's, and that's, and that's sad because you should be able to have your opinion without being called an idiot. Because, I mean, it's like, I mean, unless it's really, it's really like where, it's like going into a job. That was one of the things that, um, that was one of the things that, that I kept seeing is that going into a job and, um, before you even meet somebody, people are telling you how this person is. And so before you even meet them, you're already forming an opinion, and that opinion could be wrong. But you've already been given so much 
information that no matter what they do, you're still basing your your assessment on the opinion of others. And I think that's why I don't see Trump where everybody else sees Trump. Because I didn't listen to the commentaries. I didn't look at none of the I didn't listen to none of the the interviews that other people gave of him. And then I'm like, he's replaced a lot of his cabinet with women. But I'm like, they don't say that on the media. A lot of the heads of some of the departments are women and the people he's shifting around. And the thing is that I'm, 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 because I was, I wasn't even thinking about him last night. And I'm just like, Okay, really, because I had a um, the 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 word that came was he's taken down all of the high places because he can't do it. He can't take down all of them, but where God was taken out, he's trying to put it back in, and I'm like. Even though they're like he's not a Christian, he's doing his best to make it to to try to put Christ back in front of the face of the people because everybody through him that's what God is trying to do. Let me say it like that: through him, that's what God is trying to do because the guy that um, the new CIA director is a Christian, and the woman that is taken over for, is the woman taken over for FBI? CIA. See, wait, so the guy that's taken, okay, so the woman is taken over CIA, and the guy that was the CIA, where is he being moved to? Uh, Secretary of State. Yes, there you go. So he's a Christian. And so it was just like, it's just like God is through through Trump. He's trying to make some, shift some things around so that we would have a foothold. But it's like nobody's paying attention to that. It's like, oh, he's a racist, he's a sexist, but uh, he was like, and then they were showing this um, on one of the conservative websites. It was showing how there were several different key people in the in the organization that he replaced with women. So I'm like, so which one do you believe that he doesn't believe women can be business, or do you believe in your the people that he that, that shows that he's hiring. So I'm like, it's 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 a size of both things. And it's just like, but they keep our focus on all the negative things that he says and does. Now I'm waiting for these jobs to come back. You know, then it's, that's where that's the key thing. I'm waiting to see about these jobs coming back. Like he said. And then I'll know for sure 
if if he's really doing, if all these efforts that he's putting in are is really paying off. So I said, we'll see. We'll see. But I do know that in my um, play nephew, they opened up the coal mines again. And so a couple of hundred people have gotten hired as coal miners. And he is just so excited. He is so excited, you know. So it's just like, you know, because he was struggling. He was struggling. And so finally, um, when they opened the coal mines back up, they hired a whole bunch of people. And he's working. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, let's see what happens. You know, let's keep doing that closing down towards our house. I was kind of sad. I was kind of sad about that. I said, they're closing down towards our house. Well, yeah, towards the rest is about to go out of business. Yeah, so I was like, girl, so <laughs> I went to master. Then I'm going to do part of the Bible study. I went to the Toys R Us and Master. I was so disappointed. I didn't know. Um, I didn't find out until Thursday. Wednesday, when my sister told me that they were closing down Toys R Us. And so I was like, oh, man. And so I was like, ooh, board games. Get them on sale now. Girl, I guess that was the first thing that went. <laughs> God damn, there were no board games. I was like, I'm going to give me some Monopoly. I want to get Scrabble and da 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 Girl, I got there and everything was picked over. All the, all the, so you could tell. Whenever they put up the sign, store closing, people were in there jumping on the spot. And I'm like, are you serious right now? So the only thing that they, that was still, like, on the shelves was high-end stuff, you know, like Lego and Jago and Barbie and stuff like that. But all of the stuff that you know was, was um, you know, Favorite was all picked over and in boxes, and I'm like, man, I wanted some board games. (laughs) I was so hurt. I was so hurt. I was like, oh, well. So I was like, I need to go and check out. Um, I need to go and try another Toys R Us because they were saying, like, the one in Orland Park. There is no store closing sign or sales out there. You know what? You know, not having children, I don't keep up with, and I, you know, I haven't bought gifts for my nieces and nephews in so long. I, I don't keep up with where the Toys R Us's are. <laughs> that's that's yeah. not a store that that I go to on any type of regular basis. <laughs> I know, me neither. Because I was like, because and the only reason why I know about the one in order because, you know, people be talking. And so I guess they had some kind of, I don't know, some kind of special thing because there was people walking around with their phones out. 
And I'm like, why are they walking around with their phones out? And so this, I heard these people talking in line. And the lady was like, yeah, the one in Orleans, they're not closing their doors yet. But I'm waiting for them to post, you know, their sales so I can run out there. And I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I see yeah, but by the time you wait, for the, you wait for the, you know, the really good sale, like when stuff is, you know, 60 or 70% off, the stuff you want is going to be gone. Exactly. And that's where they were at. They were at 60% off. But I did, I got a couple of, um, because it's getting warmer. So I got a couple, I got two glow-in-the-dark dodgeballs. And then I got, um, I got, I got a board game, but it wasn't what I wanted. You know, I was like, I guess. (laughs) I said, since I'm here, I might as well. <laughs> okay. But I was so disappointed. I'm like, because I said to myself, I said, ooh, Othello. Remember Othello? I used to love that game. Okay. I never um, played Othello. You know, oh, my God. That, that game was so much fun. It's better than checkers to me. It's kind of like tic-tac-toe, but not. It's kind of, no, it's more like, um, it's more like uh, SOS, but uh, chitch. So, but yeah, but yeah, anyway, I apologize. (laughs) So we're going to get started. (laughs) We went all over the all over the world and back. Um, okay. Thank you, Lord. Um, again, I forgot where we left off at. Um, <laughs> so, well, let's say good morning to Erica. She's listening in. Good morning, Erica. Good morning. Buenos dias, Alicia. Como esta bien? All right. <laughs> All right, Lord. Okay. He's so awesome, though. He is really awesome. Amen. Where am I? They're on my face. Lord have mercy. That shows you it's Monday. I'm like, where are my glasses? And they're on my face. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Okay, start the day off right. Because <laughs> I could read with or without my glasses on. And so I'm like, what did I do with my glasses? Because I'm sitting here looking at the Bible. And I'm like, oh, they're right there. <laughs> oh, Lord, to help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Um, Lord have mercy. Okay. I really don't know where we left off. Because I don't want to. Okay. All right. 
So I'm just going to pick up um, where I think we left off. How about that? And we'll just we'll just go from there. Because I thought about it. It's been two Mondays, and I had to apologize. I did not know. I was slacking for two Mondays. I know I overslept once. But then I'm like, wait, no, that's actually true. And so I apologize. I apologize. Um, so we're going to go to Matthew. All right, Lord. Okay. Okay, we're going to pray first. So, Father God, we thank you for another day. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we thank you for another day. We thank you for waking us up this morning in our right mind, healthy bodies, the activity of our limbs. Lord, we thank you for your protection last night. So we didn't make it through the week, last week, or the weekend, God. And we pray for those who have lost loved ones through accidents, acts of violence, or sickness, and Lord, we just ask that you will comfort them as only you can. Lord, we thank you for provision of shelter and food and finances and health and strength. Someone was not able to sleep inside last night. Someone was not able to eat last night. Someone was not able to Get up this morning, and Lord, we appreciate what we have because someone loved to be in our shoes, oh God, even from our perspective. It might not be the best, but Lord, from their perspective, it's like living in, in, in a lap of luxury, oh God. So we just, we just take this moment to appreciate where we are in each of our lives. We pray for those who lost their lives in Florida on that, um, or that, that, um, the bridge, Father. We pray for those who lost their lives in Bolivia in the flash flood. And Lord, we pray for those who are in the midst of the ring of fire as the earthquakes and the volcanoes are starting to to um, gain momentum and strength. Lord, continue to keep us and guide us. Help us to stay in your will so that we can hear you as you give guidance, as you give um, instruction so that our days will be long. Father, we Pray for those who are sick and shut in 
We pray for those who are in hospice, and we speak of supernatural healing because that's what your son did is he was ministering unto the people. He prayed for those with palsy, and, and um, he prayed for those with palsy and blindness and deafness and children with arthritis and lame at their feet and just all types of things, oh God. And because of his prayer, they were able to be healed. And Lord, he said, once he came to sit by your right hand, we'll be able to speak those things and be able to do the same. And so, Lord, we speak those things and we stand in agreement with those who believe that you were healed. And we speak a supernatural healing for them into the atmosphere, Father. Let them wake up this morning and do the things that they were never meant, they were never able to do for the past weeks, months, or years, oh God. Let them have their doctor's appointments and let the doctors be confounded that the growth or the cancer or whatever whatever the illness was, Father God, that is no longer there. For your glory to be received, oh God. And Lord, we just thank you for we praying for PCM and TCM members, the founders, Sam Farley, the members, their family, their friends, and seven degrees of separation. We also pray for uh, Mark Gully and uh, and his church. We pray for all the ministers and teachers, both in the secular and in the uh, in the church, Father God, that as they teach the seeds of knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and discernment are sowed into good ground that no one and no no man, no demonic force, principality, or power can go in and take it up that is seeded in good ground and water and roots are planted right as they go in on God so that your will can grow, their faith can grow, our faith can grow, and no other from the gifts of shall prosper. Sickness, illness, disease, infection, plague, sudden death, from bacteria, viruses, chemical, fungal, man-made bug bite, parasite, or mucus. For your glory, but for our good, in the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. Okay, so we're going to go to Matthew and... um, We're going to go to Matthew 15. Matthew 15.
And in my book, it says, attacked by the scribes and the Pharisees. And then um, it's followed by miracles. So there's two different things that we're going to read about in, in this chapter. So starting at verse 1, it says, Then came to Yeshua scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem. Now, the thing is, with scribes and Pharisees, scribes were the writers of the law. They were the ones who, you know, uh, who were actual students and learned, you know, they were also, it's like scribes were like disciples of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they were the ones who rewrote the, the laws to to distribute to those who could read. And um, the Pharisees were the ones who believed in the Messiah and the resurrection. And they also believed in um, strict adherence to the Mosaic law even though they might not do it themselves, they believed in judging strictly on the Mosaic Law, and they would also tweak it to, you know, in their favor. And then the Sadducees were those who did not believe in the resurrection. It's like, it's just like life application. The Pharisees are conservatives, the Sadducees were more liberal. And then you had those who were the scribes. You had scribes from both sides. So um, so right now we're looking at the scribes and the conservatives of Jerusalem coming to Yeshua. And they said, why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to turn the page. (laughs) For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? And so right there we see that washing hands was a man tradition, even though it's nice to wash your hands before you eat. But that's neither here nor there. But um, but Christ is saying, Why do you also transgress? the commandment of God by your tradition. So he's saying, you're asking why they transgress a law made by man when you're transgressing a law made by God. He said in verse 4, for God commanded, saying, honor your father and mother. 
and he that curse father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever you might as be profited by me. And honor not his father or mother, he shall be free. This have you made the commandments of God of none effect by your tradition. And so they made it so that, oh, okay, see, I read this. This is like the fifth time I read it. Now I get it. So the, the Pharisees were like, basically, this is why we read, we read a lot of the parables in Matthew. Because the Pharisees, they were looked upon as they had this, they had a high standing, and so why tell the truth when they were the ones who, the Pharisees were the ones who read the law to the people. They were the ones who were supposed to be so close to God that the people did whatever the Pharisees said the word of God in quotes, you know, air quotes, said to do. So when they said, well, I'll give a gift to the church, I'll give a gift to them to, to um, of money or whatever to the priests, they would give it to the Pharisees. And so by doing that, they were like, oh, you so you don't have to honor your mother and your father. You gave to us, and we'll, we'll put it before the altar for you. So now you're having the people transgress the law of God because they're giving you money. And so we're going to reference that. Let's go to um, – I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark 7, I guess, let's see what it says in Mark 7 real quick. And so that explains where the RC Church got that from. Because, you know, for a long time, and I guess they still might do it, where they they would go and pay, you know, especially the mobsters. They would go and kill somebody, and then they'd go to the church and, and drop some money in the thing and say, forgive me, Father, I have sinned, and, and think that they're okay, when in actuality they're not. Oh, okay. All right, so thank you, Lord. Okay, so here we go. So it says in, I'm going to read. Sorry for my throat. I don't know what's going on around today. So it says here, it says, 
to honor the, the command of God says to honor your mother, your father. But then he says, but you say, whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever you might be profited by me and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus you have made the commandments of God another effect by your tradition. So when we turn over to Mark, the seventh chapter, and the 11th and 12th verse, the 11th verse said, but you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corbin, that is to say a gift by whatsoever that might be profited by me, he shall be free. And you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or mother. So there's a note in my, in my Bible that says, Corbin means gift. The word referred to something devoted to God by an inviolable vow. If a son declared that the amount needed to support his parents was Corbin, the scribe said that he was exempt from his duty to care for his parents as prescribed in the law. Evidently, he was not really obliged to devote that sum to the temple. So now, as you can see, and, and it, you know, even life application, that's come forward because before there was no assistant living facilities or nursing homes years and years ago. It's like, you know, you stayed with your mom and your dad, and you took care of them. But that was like, well, I don't have the time, the money, the energy, whatever. We'll put them in a nursing home or a facility, and that's it. There's no visit. There's nothing. They just, you know, they take their house. They take their money. They take their car, and then they kind of, like, toss them to the side, you know, and that's basically what the, that's basically what is being done here. So there's nothing new under the sun. That you're, you're told by those in authority, oh, you can throw away the senior citizens. That's fine. If you can't afford it, that's fine even though that's your mother and your father and all the sacrifices that they made. Now you're just like, I don't want to do it. You don't have to. Any comments or questions on that? Okay. So verse 7, it says, you hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah, Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, 
This people draw near unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, not that which goeth into the mouth defiles a man, but that which comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. So all this comment we're talking about what you eat and what you, you know, what you put inside defiles you. Yeah, that too. But it's not so much so more so what comes out because out of the mouth of out of your mouth is what comes from the heart. And they and the word of God already says your heart is, is, is not the best thing. You know, if you're not if you're not of God and your heart is evil, then your your communication is evil. What you say and what you do is evil. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Know thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying. And see, even back then that word offended was a brand name. Like, oh, you you offended them. Okay, they'll get over it. Agree to disagree. Oh, you're offended at the truth. You can come at me, but I can't come at you. It's one of those things. And it's like the differences should be honored as well as those who agree with you. I mean, we're all we're all adults, right? So if I see things from a different perspective than you, then why do you hate me? Why do you why do you make fun of me? But then you're offended because I'm not speaking the way you speak or thinking the way you want me to think. But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be leaders, blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall in a ditch. So if you are not, if you're a one accord with somebody who's not following the word of God, but you're willing to follow them without looking into it for yourself, that's the blind leading the blind. We have to look at everything from our own, from, from, for, for ourselves. That's when you're looking at people, situations, everything. What is it? What is it? What is it that saying? There's your side, their side, and the truth. So, if if 
me coming into a situation, into an argument, I can't take sides. All I can do is look at the truth of the matter. And if the truth lines up with this person, then the other person can't get mad because I've chosen this side because of what the truth is showing. It's not, but if you're going to go by, well, I like the the emotion, then, you know, it gets gets cloudy. It says, because that's what offended is. Offended is your and your emotions. You're not looking at the truth. You're looking at how you feel. No matter what the truth is, you're offended because I'm not seeing it the way you want me to see it. Verse 15, then answered Peter. Peter is always talking. Have y'all noticed that? Peter always has something to say. But without Peter saying anything, a lot of stuff would not have been found out, which is what I'm noticing. If Peter never made a comment, nobody else was speaking up. Now that I look at some of the the other scriptures, none of the other disciples ever said anything. It was all Peter. Peter said unto him, declare unto us this parable. And Yeshua said, are you also yet without understanding. Do not you yet understand that whatsoever enters in at the mouth goes into the belly and is cast out into the dry. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. Like I just like I just said. Why? What was wrong with the heart? For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murder, adulteries, fornication, that false witness, which is lies, blasphemy. These are the things which defile the man. But to eat with unwashed hands Defiles not a man. So, as you can see, he's like, this is what the Pharisees are not understanding or refuse to understand. You can wash your hands all day, but if if your heart is evil continuously, you're already defiled. It doesn't matter how clean your hands are when you eat. But if what comes out of your mouth is nothing but, you know, the evilness in your heart, you're you're still defiled. You're still not clean. That's why it's like it's like life application. You know, this there's this uh, there's this there's this clip on Facebook that got so many hits. And it's this pastor doing a rant about 
you know, women, women, W-O-M-E-N, being hoes because they are wearing makeup and jewelry and they're getting their hair did and their nails did and, you know, and husbands, if you let your wife do it, then you're married to one. And, and I mean, just craziness. And it's like what's on the outside is not what defiles the man. But what you're saying right now, that's defiling you because that was, it was, it was pure evil, like, and people, people were saying amen and speak on it and yada yada. And I'm like, all of that, you're 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 basically crazy. But Christ is letting us know that we we have to really not look at what's on the outside. But what's on the inside of people, and we're not doing that. We're kind of, we're kind of, you know, straddling the fence, like, uh, you know. So, before I go any further, any questions, comments? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Okay, we're at verse 21. And it says, Then Yeshua went then and departed into the coast of Tyr and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, you son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. So first of all, she wasn't talking to y'all. She was talking to him. That's one thing. Now, what is the reference? The Canaan woman, the reason why it's so specific about the woman is because the people of Canaan were always, always separate from the people of Israel. So for her, a Canaanite woman, to come to Yeshua was an offense anyway because they never, they never agreed because the people of Canaan were always after other gods. That's what, that's what God separated Canaan from Israel. He said, y'all got to be to to be separate. That's the difference between Israel and all the other nations. God kept Israel separate. He was like, it's for us that believe that he's the only living God. 
not going after other idols and gods of the other nations. So Israel was a, just like Christ is was the epitome of the example of you know of of giving God his 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 just reward, his his due, only praising him, only following him only listening to him, but because Israel was so stubborn and kept going after other gods, that's why they went through all of the all of the different issues that they went through. So for this Canaanite woman, just like the woman with the issue of blood, for her to come to him knowing that him being of Israel and Nazarene, she's being bold. But she's saying, I know who you are. I know you're the son of David. And I know coming to you, she'll get healed. Not to the other gods that the Canaanites were, because they went after Molech and Bilal and all those other gods, I'm coming to you. But he answered and said, verse 24, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. At this point, his life, in his life, at this point in his ministry, he's only meant to be for the lost sheep of Israel. It's not until he's crucified and and resurrected that he's for the nation, but right now his ministry was only for the children of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. So she said, but you know, but he was saying, You're 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 nothing. Caitlin, no, you're you're not even part of the equation right now. So why would I take what I was supposed to give? the children of Israel, and give it to you. And she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. So she's already said, she's humbled herself. And this is what a lot of us need to understand because we're already, you know, who are you to talk to me like that? Yada, yada, yada. But she's saying, true what she's saying is true. Hey, but it's always something left over. And so then Yeshua answered and said unto her, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Be it unto thee, even as you will. And her daughter was made home from that very hour. The thing was, a lot of times, 
we thank you, Lord. A lot of times what happens is we think, and Mark Gully told me this this weekend, um, we think that we're not good enough, so we don't fight for it. We don't fight for it. But she said, I might not be I might not be as as good as I'm as I'm meant to be, but I know who I need to come to to receive what I need. And you're it. And so they're like so Christ is like, Oh woman of great faith, hey, good morning, baby, you okay? You sleep okay? Okay. And because of her face, go to the bathroom, wash her face. Okay. Um, he said, so he's saying, great is your face. Great is your face because even me calling you a dog, you're still waiting. You're still gonna. You're still looking and saying. Nope, you're still the one. I'm not going anywhere because you're the answer to my You're the answer to what I need. Verse 29, and Yeshua departed from there and came near unto the Sea of Galilee and went up into a mountain and sat down there. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Yeshua's feet. And he healed them, insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Then Yeshua called his disciples unto him. I have compassion on the multitude, because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat. I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way. So these people were out in the out in the in the mountain for three days while he healed all these people, and he still was in the power of God and said, "I can't send them away." They haven't eaten. They've been patient. I gotta feed them before they go home. So, and his disciples said to him, "Where should we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill so great a multitude?" And Yeshua said unto them, "How many loaves have you?" And they said seven, and a few little fish. And he commanded the multitude 
to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and fish and gave thanks and break them and gave to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. They took up of the broken meat that was left seven baskets full. And they that did eat were 4,000 men. Beside women and children. So if you say each man had a wife, each man had a wife, that's 8,000. And each wife, each man and wife had a child, that's 12,000. It could have been more than that. Because, you know, they had multiple children, and some of them had more than one wife. So even them feeding 4,000 men with seven fish, I'm sorry, a few fish and seven loaves of bread, that's a miracle in itself. But to include the women and the children, and then still have food left over. So Christ is, it's like, that's why, it's like, why do we stop at Paul? I'm mad about the movement they have coming out about him. I'm like not taking away from what he, what he did, but he, you know, I'm just, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. You know, I'm like, yeah, Paul preached. Yes, he went out among the people, but he's not greater than Christ. Never was, never will be. You know. But a lot of people put a stop more into what Paul said to what Christ is. And we got to go back to the old standard, the old landmark. What did Christ say? What did God say? Because when we look at, and then we're, we're done with Bible study for today, but as I was, um, as I've been looking through the gospel, in the Old Testament, you have to have a witness. You have to have a witness. More than one person had to say the truth for it to be accepted. And what I found was when you look at a lot of what Paul says, there's no reference to anybody but him. But himself, and so what? Um, what Yeshua said, even as he he was like, I, you know, I don't even witness to myself. The Father is that the last package. 
Okay. He said, I don't. So you, he, he, there has to be a witness, somebody who 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 is saying the same thing. But like I said, a lot of the stuff, a lot of stuff that Paul said, there is no witness to it. There is nothing backing him up but what he said. And so it's like, I said, okay, God, now I see why you, why you asked that question. Who told us to stop at Paul? We have to study to show ourselves approved. We have to. We have to. And that is the end of our Bible study today. Are there any questions, comments, concerns? Uh, not from me. Okay. Well, that is the end of our Bible study today, as always. I thank y'all. I'm sorry for the scratchy throat. I don't know what's going on today. It was clear yesterday. (laughs) It was clear yesterday. So, um, but, you know, I might have snored my way into a sore throat. I don't know. (laughs) You know how that goes. Like, all the air was sucked out the house with your snoring. Um, but, um, as always, I, I appreciate you guys, um, you know, hanging with me. Okay, because I know y'all have better things to do than hang with me. <laughs> I know y'all do. So I just appreciate. Well, we don't. Hang. We don't have to call it. We don't have to say better. We'll just say we 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 could have other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't try to keep it short this week. Even even when I do the um the rush hour Bible study at night, um, I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to get it done within an hour, you know, get it on, get off. So y'all can just, you know, be at home and cook and do whatever <laughs> you don't do. So Sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. You know, my daughter, I will say it's going to bullshit. We're going to close out under an hour Bible study. I was like, that's how long the chapter is. Now, I mean, it's, you know, you don't have to go through the whole hour in one sitting. It's recorded. It's recorded. If you only want to do 10 minutes of it, then only do 10 minutes. But I'm going to go through the whole chapter because it's kind of funky that 
to just do a couple of verses and then stop. Isn't Bible study in church about an hour or close to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I guess, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I just told her, oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, if you could pray us closed, we are done with Bible study for today. Okay. Father, all the praise and all the glory goes to you forever and ever. I thank you, Father, for this day and for allowing us to be able to enjoy it. Father, we just thank you for waking us up this morning. We know that there are some people who were not, who did not wake up this morning. They had plans for today, and those plans have changed. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for, for giving us another chance to do better. Father, we thank you for Sister Felicia, who's being obedient and getting up and conducting this call on a Monday morning. I'm quite sure her pillow was was trying to hold on tight, and she let it go and woke up and did as you instructed her to do. Father, we thank you for continuing to, to bless her, her household, and her family. Father, we thank you for everyone who has taken the time to to listen in this morning, and for those who may listen in later, and we pray that they hear something on this call that will help them, Father, in their walk with you. Father, we just thank you for your unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. You ladies, have a blessed day. You ladies, you in the morning. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.